my introduction last time seemed to have a lot more weight and gravity than what was expected uh, for the inevitably horrible disaster that ended up happening. But let me just put it this way. I hope that you remember that warning. And with that, let's start! Um, so last time, absolutely nothing happened. It was just a very normal day. You guys had a fun little adventure. Ain't that right? The one we know is yeah. dead. Mm, yep, dead. that's just a normal day for me. Everyone that we ever knew is dead, except for us and that dragon. Pseudo-dragon. Uh, I love my dragon. I'm so glad I have him. But now I need to find an alternative alternative to what to feed him because Earth is fucking dead. It's um, a day. <laughs> um you guys are uh have been brought onto this cool looking spaceship. It looks like a cool looking Nautilus with like a cybernetic like dome on it with a ring around it with little jets uh, shooting like some Cyan propulsion-y stuff coming out of it, and you're flying away from Earth, and it's not dead. I mean, yet. It was all an illusion spell. Nah, nah, it's that it's, it's very real. Damn it. And Is there any food for my dragon on the spaceship? Well, uh, they bring you to um a little holding area and. You, there's little portholes that you can see Earth, like, slowly, like, get a little smaller and smaller. Not just because you're going away from it, but because there's also, like, the triangle things eating it actively. And it's it's just shrinking a lot. And you can see that there's, um, like, there's trees and plants and there's people and animals and, like, living things that are still just floating in space. Do we see a rough guard entity? Uh, you can roll a perception check to see if you can see them. It's pretty far away, though. Yeah, but just 17 plus my modifier. I've got 19 oh, plus shit. my modifier. I just realized I don't have the thing open so I can roll dice. <laughs> so you both got non-nat 20s. Yeah. I'll say yes. that since you're looking out for uh, Rothgar in particular and, like, um, you know what she looks like, and you're trying to figure out where she is. You do spot her, and she's like, it looks like she's just like frozen in space, just floating there. F. Yeah. F. There's Anthony with her. Yeah. It looks like. At least they're together. Yeah, it looks like they're um having a final embrace. F. F. And you F. hear a voice behind you being like, um. You might want to turn around. This is going to get a little uh, gruesome. In what way? Uh, uh, you should probably turn around for your best interest, I'm saying. Just trust me on this one. <sighs> All right. You are the one that let us on, so I guess I'll trust you. Yeah. Um. My name is Captain Idru. I am the captain of the Nautilus. And, uh... <laughs> You can't really hear a thing, but there's a very bright flash behind you. You can see the floor in front of you light up. And she's Oof. like, mm, I shouldn't have looked. Never, never mind. Um, so, 
my uh, vice captain has informed me that my previous introductions have been a little, uh, not good for public relations. So we have put together a little introduction song to hopefully get you up to speed. And there's another guy who walks up. And it looks like he's just, like, in this old-timey diaper outfit. And he kind of clanks in, you can hear some water sloshing, he's like, Hello, I'm, uh, my name's Jim. Uh, nice to meet you guys. Uh, I will be in company with the lyrics. Okay. Hi, Jim. Jim. We would like to welcome you to a really cool ship. We spent a lot of time on this song, so we, we hope you enjoy it. We're sorry to hear about your planet. We really, really are. We're sorry about your home and your solar system star. You see, we're all uh, on the same ship, and I just realized that's, uh, that we, we got a double meaning in that. Uh, plus, we rhyme ship and it again in the same song. Wait, really? I guess we never really sang it out loud, did we? We did rush the song. Uh, screw it, screw it. Um, <laughs> just, just throw out the whole song idea. Uh, uh, so, um, welcome to the Nautilus. Uh, we hope that you enjoy your stay, because there's really nothing else you can go to. <laughs> uh, uh, hi. Hi. Um, hi. Hello. I just like, oh, oh. Uh, it's, it's been a rough uh, time for everyone on board. Um, basically what's been going on across the entire universe is, um, these things that attacked your planet have been attacking everything across the universe. And I've just been picking up whoever I can, just trying to make a little home away from home. You know, it's it's hard out here in space. And, well, I don't, I don't expect you guys to lazy about. I hope you will pull your own weight. But at the same time, I do want to make this like like a home for you guys. So I really hope that you guys um, get along with everybody and... Uh, I know you've got a lot of questions, so go ahead and start rambling off some things. Um, I mean, are we really safe from these things on your ship? Don't they eat metal and stuff? Oh, uh, the ship isn't metal. Did, did, I, did I know that and just forget that, or... No, 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 no. I mean, that that is a fair assumption, um, but... When we realized that these things eat metal, um, a lot of ships started to develop, like, a plastic outer layer. I... Should I explain what plastic is? I... Yes, I don't know what that is. Okay, so you know oil? It's an organic substance. It's basically hard oil. Like you... lamp oil? Yeah, like lamp oil, and you make it hard, like a wax. But a harder wax, and you put it on the outside. It... We're safe. Don't worry. It's just, um... I mean, like, okay. Yeah. Things have been a little difficult. Um, I suppose... You you guys are seem like you're from, like, a... 
pre-technological era sort of thing. So let me give you a little rundown. Aliens exist. I'm an alien. I Jim mean, yeah, we alien. know that. They're outsiders. You're you're from an another plane, right? Planet. Yeah. A what? Uh, so you know how there's stars? Imagine a smaller star, yeah. and it's like a rock, and you got living things on it. Those are aliens. So are you telling me the stars in the sky have actually been other places where people live this entire time? People don't live on stars. They live around them. Shut up. <laughs> but yes! Uh, congratulations! There's outside life outside your little solar system. What a fantastic fantastic opportunity of learning and scientific development if it weren't for the fact that it's the apocalypse. What is the solar system? Oh, do you guys not have, like, astronomy? I mean... I mean, we study the stars. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Are you at the scientific development that you're heliocentric and not geocentric? Right? What? Uh, um, okay, uh, do, do, do you believe that your planet revolves around the sun? Your sun, quote-unquote? I don't fucking know. I, all I know is how to fight and kill monsters. I never got into that astronomy stuff. Alright. That's the kind of technology we're dealing with here. Okay, then. Uh, well, I guess we can just have introductions around everyone around the ship, huh? Uh, I bet you're- I guess. I bet you're dying to learn about everyone else here. Um, well, you've already met Jim. He is my vice-captain. And Jim's like, hey there. Uh, well, it's very nice to meet you guys. Uh, I hope we can get along real well and, uh, yeah, sorry about your planet and- all the dead stuff. And as you're walking around the ship, it's... The floors seem very well polished, and there's a very iridescence to them. It's like a metal, but a, like a like an abalone shell to look to it. But it's not like so smooth that you're slipping on the floor. And as you're walking through, uh, you run into... A little slug-looking thing. Ew. Well done. Oh, I almost stepped on that. Jeez. Y'all got some salt? A friend. Here we are. Where's the soap? It's a pretty big-sized slug-looking thing with, like, bunny ears that are tied up in a bow and a big fluffy tail. And it's actually got arms and legs and cute little antenna. And Reju points her out and she's like, uh, we don't really have a name for this one. She doesn't really talk. Um, but I've been calling her Slug Friend. Sally. That's her name now. Okay. Uh, Sally uh, is our ship's janitor because, well, uh, she's just moping around in her own slime all the time. I don't know. I'm just assigning things to people that I feel like they're going to be best for. And... Uh, then you see something cute and pink fly by, and she's like, this, this is our little tailor named Strawberry Sunshine. And you see this pink feather boa looking thing with a, like a little fairy on its tail, and it flies up to you guys and says, oh, hi 
here. Hi. It's very nice to meet you. Yeah, all, all things considered, it's Likewise? nice to meet you too. Yes, it's Talking an unfortunate circumstance that we had to meet, but I'm so glad to meet new friends. I have a little dragon. He is pretty cool. I think you'd like him as well. Oh, can I meet him? Yes, he is in this cage I'm carrying. And the little dragon is just like, just grabbing at the cage bars and just intensely like holding on to them like yeah i still need to train him so i can let him out of my cage without him escaping (laughs) you see him very very frustrated just shaking the cage i'm probably going to do some training with him in a closed room if that is available at some point Oh yeah, we've got plenty of rooms. Uh, don't worry about space. Uh, I don't think this guy's gonna be escaping anywhere, uh, anywhere close. I mean, there's nothing that he can run to. That's a comforting thought. I mean, it's space. We're in a closed environment. You know what? It's fine. We'll get you a room later. Uh, let's see. Over here is um our mechanic on board. His name is Radiculio Awesome Possum, and uh, he he is a very, very serious man. He looks like a kind of a knee-high, bipedal possum-looking thing with, like, these cybernetic glasses on and a leather jacket and a cool-looking cyber sword on his back. Everyone here an animal? An animal? They're all aliens. But they they look like animals. And Jim's walking with you guys like, eh, I wouldn't really call all of them animals. Radculio turns around and he's like, hey, uh, Cap, we've got a couple of things. Uh, and uh, Idrew walks in. You can see there's a lot of, like, levers and buttons in this room. And Radculio, awesome possum. He is uh, cranking these and moving something outside, and you can see, like, on a display screen, there's a lot of, like, tentacles, and they're, like, grabbing things and bringing them in, and um, he's like, there is a lot of organic matter on this planet. I think we're going to be able to uh, live for a couple of days off of what I get. Please don't grab anyone, like, sentient. Oh, um, you do realize they're all dead, right? Yeah, but... It's, like, weird to eat someone's, like, humanoid. Don't, please, don't. Food is food. I'm not really sure what the problem is. And you're just like, <laughs> uh, let's get out of this room. Let's just focus on something else right now. <laughs> I just pretend I don't know what I, I just pretend I'm going to pretend that I just didn't see this. And when we get food, I will not know if we're eating a fellow earthling. And Rad is just like, you know, it's all gonna be charred, right? You did see the solar flare, right? And Idris is just like, shut up, just shut up. Just we're moving on. Just pretend you didn't uh... hear any of that. And in the hallway, Standing outside the door, kind of lazing about, this 
friendly looking little fella. He's laying on the ground, and I just like, and this is Fang. That's a dog? I think? Yeah, we just treat him like a dog. And you see there's like a LED screen that's like on his neck, like a necklace. And Fang sits up, and you can see on the display screen, he says, Hello, I'm Fang. Hi. I've got, like, these big jowls, but his skin is very reptilian in nature, and there's sparse hairs coming out of him. Can all dogs think like that? Like, I assume this is some sort of, like, magic device that translates what you think? Uh, sure. I'm not sure what it is, but it does what it does, and I'm glad for it. You guys seem to have a lot of magic. I mean, you're running, like, a an airship kind of thing. I guess this is kind of like an airship, but it's a spaceship. Air would imply that there's air. Semantics. But, yeah, um, the world outside your world is pretty technologically advanced. But I wouldn't say we have a lot of magic out there. Maybe, huh, maybe our cultural evolution... Uh, was more focused on the magic side. Perhaps that's why you didn't have much technology. You, know, you know what? No. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe, maybe you guys are just late to the whole party. It, 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 sorry, I didn't mean to assume that you guys were primitive. I that was rude of me. Uh, yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> well, I mean, we have glass. Yeah, glass. That's pretty advanced, don't you think? Oh man, glass. <laughs> That's one step for the future. Oh, wow. Uh, I was hoping I could get some like some technology ideas off you guys, but I feel like it's gonna be the other way around. Um, moving on. Um, so and she walks you guys into a large, uh, little gathering living room area. And there's seats and tables all about. There's big portholes that you can see um, space all around you. And inside there is a pink and purplish mantid looking creature behind the counter uh, cooking up something. Hey, there's a bug in your kitchen. That is Ferrix. She's our chef. She helps make whatever we grab in from outside uh, taste real good and get that um, that ozone crunch off. I don't know what ozone is, but what's, all right. What's ozone? It, it makes is that taste like funky. the black stuff when you burn something in a fire? No, no, no. Science is too big for you guys right now. Uh, <laughs> it just makes things taste bad. It's you know what it is the smell that you smell after a lightning hits the earth. Yummy. Crunchy. You don't want to eat that. And sitting on one of the tables in the corner is this friendly little fella. It's a shark in a purple robe with, like, thin spindly arms and a mask with um, wooden plates on it. And she's very heavily scarred up. How is, how is this? How are you living outside of water? Let Squall just try not to address her. She gets real aggressive. Uh, I'm getting. I'm just, every person we meet is just adding more questions. How does this all work? She uh, Squall lets out a low grumble and 
turns away from you guys. And last, we have Dognut, our friendly little dog friend. Dognut's just sitting on the table, looking over some cards, and he's just looks up and looks back down at his cards. Well, can you do a magic trick with the cards? Dognut perks his little ears up, looks you straight in the eye, and said, I can. But, no. But are you in the mood for a magic trick? Yes. Okay. Dognut sits up, walks on over to you, shuffles his deck real nice like, flipping cards everywhere, catching them in air, and doing the full, uh, like, peeling it from one side to the other kind of thing, from, like, side to side. Uh, throwing the card up there, catching it back in the deck, and he's like, okay, and take this top uh, card off the deck. Oh, I take the card. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to shuffle my whole deck, put it back in there. I put it back. Okay. And he shuffles it some more, shuffles it some more, and then uh, you notice a card fall out, and he's like, okay, that's not your card. That's not your card. Gosh, where is your card? I just had it. This is not a very good magic trick. And then you see his cute little toes pick up the card uh, underneath his feet and hold it behind him as he's still uh, going through the cards like, Oh gosh, where is your card? And you hold, and he holds up the card with his foot and that's your card. Just like, ah, I just can't find it. Oh well, I give up. I... <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'm just an amateur. Well? Well, not bad. <laughs> he actually giggles a little bit. Alright, you, you got the trick. And he kicks the card up in the air and catches it, and he's like, how'd you like it? I've been practicing. It's alright. Not watch one for magic, but... Well, uh, I'm Dognut. It's nice to meet you guys. You notice he's got like this, uh... Nice brown skin, but like a like a purple roll of skin around his neck with like little yellow flecks on it. And he's, on, uh, and he's got a suit. The name's Abby. This is Foxfire and Luthmus. Uh, I suppose you guys are the new ones on the ship. Uh, yeah, our planet just got eaten by those things. Yeah. Archer, you haven't told them what you call them, right? Archer's like, no, I haven't. You know what? I call them cheese eaters. Isn't that just like... What? Yeah. Yeah, you know, when you're facing an unimaginable world-ending terror, it's nice to take the edge off and just call them something stupid. You understand? You get me? Not really. Douglas like, yeah, no one gets it, I drew. You really need to think of a better name. He's just like, but cheese eaters. They make cheese out of whatever they eat. They use Swiss cheese it, you know? I, and Dogna's just shaking his head. You need a On our name. planet, we tend to name things based on the danger they actually hold. You know, like, dragon. And Dogna's like, see? See? You gotta have good naming conventions for these things. Besides... I'm sure someone's named them before. And probably something a lot better than Cheese Eater. I was just like, oh, fuck you. I don't like the name Cheese Eater. 
I mean, we have a book where they probably describe it, but we couldn't decipher the code. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, we may as well not keep that a secret. A smart idea. So you bring out the book? Yeah. So yeah. we were on a quest before our planet died, and we found this book that a man uh, named Randall had written. The, Rand the name Randall really means nothing in that whole context. What the no, it does book? not, but Abby says it anyway, because Abby is not that smart. Um, but anyway, she kind of like flips through the book and the picture is like, as you can see, uh, so there's pictures of the uh, the creatures in this book. So I assume that this book may give us some insight into what these things are, where they came from, and maybe how to defeat them. Idra actually, like, grabs the book from you, starts flipping through, like, holy shit. Hey. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to really grab it from you, but, like, look, it's got pictures of us. What? And Dognut pulls it from her as well, like, a very poor rendition of me, but it's a silhouette. Yeah, I, I recognize my own outline. Wait a second, let me see that. Yeah, sure enough, you're going through all the book, and uh, you're noticing that like everyone on this ship has an outline in that book. What do you know? Maybe this is some sort of oracle, like a written oracle. What do, what do they call those? Uh, a prophecy? Yeah, that. Ijude steps back and is like, that's... Uh, no, that's... Uh, I, I don't like the sound of that. Why not? Don't you? Wouldn't you want to be a hero? I don't want to be it's involved. It's one of the best things you can be. I don't want to be involved at all. This is... This is this is a universal-size-scale apocalypse, and you guys are going to head straight into it. Well, I can't just keep letting let this happen. I guarantee you there is better heroes than us. You can't know unless you try, right? Mm, who says that we haven't? Well, I mean, maybe someday, us. someday uh, we will become heroes. I mean, if it, that is what the book says, like, maybe it takes a few years, but who knows? She slams the book closed and she says, heroes get people killed. Uh, I don't really care about saving the whole universe. I'm just trying to survive. Trying to just make a nice little home away from home for everybody that I can find. Just promise me that you don't get involved in whatever this is. I, mean, I can't promise you shit. I mean, it all depends on how things go. Like, maybe we will just get involved because of unforeseen circumstances that are out of our control. Dogna's like, yeah, I drew. What if this is the chance that we've been all looking for? That I know that we haven't really been seeking out a solution to this problem, but what if this solution is right here in front of us? Shouldn't we take the chance? I drew shakes her head and says, no, no, this is a bad idea. You're going to get everybody killed. Uh, I'm going, um... Are you telling us to just ignore the one of the last pieces of writing from our entire civilization? I can't just ignore this. We Especially if it's really a prophecy. 
We at least want to know what it says. I mean, this thing is supposed to be written by the gods themselves, so it must be pretty interesting, at least. Idru uh, bites her lip, and you notice that her teeth aren't, like, actual, like, normal-looking teeth. They look more like one giant fang in the front and two on the sides and two underneath, and she's biting, and she picks up the book, and she says, I'm gonna have to look this over. If you need me, I'm gonna be in my uh, my chambers. And she walks off. And Jim falls behind her, and he's like, "It was nice meeting you guys." Uh, likewise. So now what? Iju stops in place and says, "Wait, what? Wait, who's online? <sighs> Damn it! All right, um, I'll I'll meet them at the command deck." And you see her like briskly walk off. So what? Do we do now? Doug well, kind of leans over and is like, I'm kind of interested in what's going on up there. Gotta be honest. Do you think we can eavesdrop? <laughs> eavesdrop? There's no need to eavesdrop with how loud Iju gets. Darn. I mean, she's going to the command deck. Like, the big bridge. You know what? Just follow me. And Dognut starts walking off. Along the way, you see... Uh, Fang and uh, Rad pop out, and they're like, "Hey, Dognut, um, uh, tell them we want to get more uh, meat. We're kind of rolling, running low on meat. See if they've got anything to trade for that." Dognut's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it." And you go up to the command deck, and Captain Idru is talking with some weird. Well, you've never seen a robot, but it's a fucking robot. Well, we have constructs. Yeah, you have constructs, but, like, these are, like, some advanced-looking constructs. <laughs> Dang, these are some really fancy golems. And Jim's like, shh. What? Shh. And I just, I just like, yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, nice to see you guys, too, but, um, have you picked up any, like, you know, high-quality, like, fish? Cow? Anything? I mean, we've got We've got some battery packs to trade for some stuff, but, like, we don't have a whole lot. Uh, and you hear the little robots be like, oh, no, it's fine. Um, it, you know, I've always been curious about this one thing. We might be willing to give you a little extra if you just give a little information. And I just was like, like, what? And the other robot kind of breaks up like, I've always been curious about how your ship travels. Uh, you, you always seem to get to these places way before anybody else does. Like, what's what's your secret? Is it uh, faster than light travel? Are you doing some intense quantum tunneling? Are you doing, like, some Tesseract stuff? Fourth dimensional space-time folding? Like, what magic are you working with here? What's our Magitech? Come on. Like, th this could advance, like, the last remnants of civilization by, like, millennia if you just spill the beans. Come on. And I just, just uh, you know I can't tell you that. And the two robots kind of, like, throw up their heads, like, come on! We'll get you uh, all, of, all of our meat. You know, all of our meat if you just... Spill the beans. Spill, spill the beans. I just, just I, 
I, I can't do that. By the way, at the mention of all these scientific phenomenon, Abby's just kind of staring slack-jawed, just like, oomst. Jim kind of pulls you aside and like, yeah, I never really understood all this tech stuff either. <laughs> um, but, uh, you, you want a quicker tour of, like, what we got here? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, Jim kind of, like, ushers you out of the room and he's like, okay, so you've seen the... You've seen the mechanic workshop area. That's where we control like the little tentacles or grab the stuff in. Yeah, you've seen that. Um, we've also got the hydroponic station. We've got an advanced bathroom. Uh, can I grow some plants? Yeah, yeah. We but we're a little uh, at capacity with plants. Uh, we've mostly been trying to get a filtration system running with like some algae it's been a little bit of a mess uh to be honest i think captain hydra's a little um a little overzealous getting as many uh passengers as she has that's just my opinion it doesn't really affect anything but uh uh i could bring you over to your to um some rooms that you guys could like set up a room in like a bed that would be nice. Yeah. Yes. Look, um, I I know it sucks that like everything you knew is kind of like gone and stuff, but um, I, everyone else here has gone through the same shit, and I don't mean that to like belittle your your circumstances, but um, if you guys need anything, I'm here. I Drew is always willing to listen. Um, Dognut's nice when he's not feeling weird. Uh, <laughs> Strawberry Sunshine is always a bright pink puff of optimism, <laughs> but, um, she can get a little, <laughs> a little too sweet, you know? Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, really, like, we've got hammocks, we've got warm sheets, warm pillows. I, I mean, I, 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 I hope the accommodations are good it's just i i don't know just tell me if you need anything really um hey i mean yeah. by rescuing us you did more than you even had to so yeah i mean do you have at least some food for my dragon and maybe a bigger cage because i think he's going to outgrow this one pretty soon a cage he even had a cage you know, um, yeah, I'll I'll look into it. Don't worry about it. Um, okay, thanks. But for for food, or we're, we're we're low on meat. I'm gonna be honest. Like we got a shark. Jeez. Well, I'm not I'm not sure what he eats. I got him today. Maybe he also eats plants. I don't know. We will just we can try something. If you guys are low on supplies. I mean, I have some rations I can live off of for the meantime, so... Yeah, uh, food's been sort of a running issue here. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys are willing to stick through all the bad stuff, I, I, um, I'm sure Aiju's got something special in mind. She's always got something special in mind for you guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, let me look into that cage thing and um uh, I, 
did, did you call me if you need anything? All right, we'll do. Yeah. And he kind of like sloshes off and you're clanging down. Well, now what? I want to light something on fire. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, I still have my red glass sword. I can find a nice little spot in my room to display it, I think. I know to keep myself busy with that. Hey, you think other planets accept gold as currency? I don't know. I'm not really sure what to think of this whole other one concept, but those aliens look similar to animals we have back on Earth, so probably. Yeah. Maybe it's all similar. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Can't believe all I have left to my name is some small amount of gold and a couple of survivalist items. Thought I would make something of myself. <laughs> that didn't happen. Well, there's still a health potion that you never finished. That's true. Oh, we God. have this little dragon as a remembrance to the kobolds. These poor bastards. If I knew I was going to be stuck on a spaceship with Earth destroyed, I wouldn't have given them my rations. Yeah, I know. I'm just glad I gave them only half of it and not all of it. I mean, I threw my other half at that beholder thing when he was trying to go on an eating rampage. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, say la vie. I don't know what that meant. I don't know either. I mean, you're fucking alien already. I'm just as alien as you. We're the same race. But you're already influenced with the alien stuff. You're already talking weird languages. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, you know what? I just want to get settled. So I'm going to start setting up my little space somewhere. Good idea. I'm going to do that too. And see if I can get the room dragon friendly so I can let this dragon out of his cage at least. Yeah. So, Vivian, what exactly is the layout of the, I guess, sleeping quarters like? Alright, so you're in a little room. It's got, like, bunk bed, hammocks, um, with, like, some sheets folded onto each of them, and pillows. Um, yeah, there's, like, uh, there's four hammocks in total, one on each side. There's a porthole. It's a, it's like a pretty big room compared to comparatively it's not like dorm room size it's like two dorm room size <laughs> there's like oh, a closet with like some space in it for some things that's really it i call dibs on the hammock there, there's like four hammocks well i call dibs on a hammock then i call dibs on another hammock i call dibs on the floor no one touches the floor you die you'll have to fight me for it Okay, fine. I'll take a bed. I don't have much. I have, as far as bedding goes, I do have my own bedding. I have like a blanket and a bedroll, but since I'm sleeping in a hammock, that won't really matter. So I guess I just throw the the uh, blanket on top of it. Just kind of throw backpack off to the side. Man, I have these darts I'm never going to use. really love to make like a dart, dart board or something. You know. Pass the time while we're doing God knows what on here. 
I, I still have this water skin as soon as it's empty, turn it into something like a dartboard for you. I mean, it's oh, yeah. like half enough for that. So as soon as it's empty, and I still have 50 feet of hempen rope. I don't know what we can do with that yeah. on a spaceship where we don't have any cliffs or caves we can use it on. I guess we could use it to tie things to other things still. Yeah, I guess. You might need it to tie up your dragon to something if, you know. Ooh, I have an idea. Make I'm a going leash. to. Yes, I'm going to. I'm going to, like, tie this rope around my dragon, and then I'm going to let him out of his cage. Okay. Roll me, like, some sleight of hand or something to see if you can even get the rope around his neck as he's squirming around the cage trying to, like, avoid you. <laughs> I do not get the rope on his neck. Yeah, he's a little wily guy, and he's just kind of wiggling about. He's just like, no. I guess I will try again after he has calmed down, like maybe after he has been fed. For now, I will just let him in his little cage and maybe release him in the bear cage when that becomes available. And I'm going to put my glass sword. Can I put my glass sword on the wall above my hammock? Yeah, you can. I can? Sweet. And I'm going to throw my bedroll on the hammock, just like make it, make it cozy, make it mine. I throw a musket and tinderbox of torches on the floor as well, because why not? I don't need that stuff right now. Actually, I'm going to just dump all my stuff, become a little lighter. Like, I have so much stuff that I don't need on this ship. And after I have dumped my stuff, I'm going to go for a little stroll around the spaceship, I guess. See what's good. Okay. What's good in the hood? I want to join Luthmas. I tag along as well. Alright. You guys drop off your stuff and you go walking around. Is there anywhere in particular you're walking to or just wandering? Just wandering. And like maybe check out that place where they're doing the agriculture stuff. If I understood that right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, uh... Yeah, on the way to the hydroponics uh, room, you run into Rad again, and he's holding, like, a little cup of, like, some liquid, and he's just sipping it, and he's, like, and he kind of, like, nods to you guys and continues walking along his way, and you come up onto the hydroponics room? Yes, we, I nod back to Rad again and just continue on the way. And inside, you see rows and rows of, like, pipes and they're full of water and there's little leafy green stuff coming out of them and they're just like rows and rows of these things interesting i was envisioning more of a farm huh and they're like stacked on top of each other as well and there's very bright lights above them and the whole air smells very humid but fresh and there's no dirt here these weird aliens growing plants with what are these magic torches? And How do they grow plants, plants without dirt? I plant a weed. <laughs> what are the growing conditions for your plants? Will that even work, I wonder? 
We, I mean, these are all like like weird alien plants, aren't they? Uh, no. I'm not gonna throw that too much weirdness at you. They seem pretty standard for plants, but they all seem more like uh, saplings and sprouts at this moment. It seems like they've literally just started on getting the hydroponics working. Well, I guess we can come back later, like maybe a few weeks, to see how they're going. You can see uh, Strawberry Sunshine working on some of them and checking up on all the plants. Hi, Strawberry. How are the plants doing? Oh, hi there. Oh, the plants are doing so great. It's been week three and they've, uh, they've grown a couple. And, well, we haven't gotten anything to eat yet, but, I mean, if you wanted, like, a little bit of a sprout of something, like a little garnish, I'm sure it would work, but, um, well, we haven't really been as successful as we were hoping, gotta be honest. Well, plants do take a long time to grow. Like, back on our planet, the farmers would take at least a few months to get a good crop of vegetables grown or, like, wait entire seasons before an apple tree could bear fruit. So, yeah. you just gotta be patient. I'm sure they will come. Oh, yes. Well, time is the one thing that we have excess of here. <laughs> it's just, you know, food, food and water. So yeah, I'm curious, do all these plants come from the same planet, or are they all from different ones? Well, no, they're all from the same planet. Um, We gathered them all because, well, they're supposed to be very hardy and they grow real fast. We got them from um the, the local, like, big superstore space amazon and they said that these this was the plant to grow of the season for your ships to get food dropping running it also purifies the water uh and it requires very low minerals and very low amount of water and all you really need is a lot of sunlight well we can artificially make that with the UV lamps up ahead. Um, the UV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a special light. It's not magic, unfortunately. <sighs> but I just... I miss flowers. I miss... You, what I miss was your sweets. planet like? Oh, my planet. It was so beautiful. Oh, color everywhere. Oh. The sun was always sparkling, the sky was beautifully clear, and whenever you needed a cloud, it was right there, just when you needed it. Ah, I miss it. The sweets it were divine. Like it was a wonderful place. Yeah. Oh, I could really, really use, like, something sweet, you know? I feel like everyone can use a little sweetness. Huh? You seem pretty sweet to me, I think that's, that's a good start. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> You see a little bit of glitter flicker out of her. Don't worry about plants. I'm sure once they are all up and started and producing food, we can start expanding on it and maybe get some flowers as well. Oh, a flower would be wonderful. Yeah, or sugar cane. Sh sugar cane? Well? Yeah. Hmm. 
I don't think that crop is really all that viable in such a small environment. We may need to go with something like a sugar beet, something much smaller and a much higher producer of glucose than average. Oh, sorry. Don't, don't mind me rambling. <laughs> I will figure like, something out. Her little snake-like tongue, when it flicks out, it's actually a little flower. That's pretty cute. Aww. And you know, it's like, like she's not, like, crawling on the ground. She is floating. And there's, like, little sparkles as she's floating there. How do you fly? Magic, you of course. Oh, so, so you are from a place with magic. Yeah. Uh, but, um, uh, what was your magic like? Because everyone on my planet can do magic. We had a beautiful civilization built around the beauty of magic. Oh, um, it wasn't quite as pretty and clean as that. Not everybody can do magic. Um, some people are born with it. And others can study and, and you know, learn it like, like uh, Foxfire did. Yes. And then others... Sometimes you you could get magic from the gods and stuff like that. Wow, how how interesting, but so tragic that there's such a magic disparity between your people. I couldn't imagine a world where there were people who didn't have magic. This must have been terrible. Well, that's fine. You'll get used. I say, to it. I wouldn't say terrible. You learn to make it on your own. But it, wouldn't you be jealous? envious of those who had magic? Well, I guess that depends on who you are. I'm sure some people are, but, Gosh. you know, sometimes you gotta just, as they say, count your blessings. That would eat me I alive. Mean, I can do a little bit of magic, but it's not much. So can I. I was also born with the, I was, I was told I was born with a silver tongue. At least you can do something. Unfortunately, there isn't much for uh, magic friends on this ship. I seem to be the uh, most magical one here. I haven't really been able to talk to much uh, about magic with anybody else for a long time. I'm just, I, I'm so curious about your magic. You can learn how to do magic? It's not just an innate thing. Yeah, Foxfire can yeah. tell you all about it. Wow! Yeah, you just uh, study real hard and learn those books, and then, yeah, magic. Like, cause, cause Foxfire's brand of magic, you know, what, what wizards use, it's, it's, it's like innate. It, it, or it's not innate. It's, it's you learn like how to swish your hands and say the right words, and it, it that's how it works. Oh, like a magic spell. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. You're a great mage, then. What a fascinating encounter this is. Oh, I'd like to learn more about you, Foxfire. He gives you a little winky face. Yeah. Foxfire doesn't really know how to react. Um, can I cast prestidigitation? Hell yeah, you can. Hell yeah. Um, we're gonna do some... Hmm. I'm gonna make a little... Crap, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna create a little, like, illusionary image in my hand. Mm? What kind of image? Uh, it's gonna be, like, an image of, uh, sunshine. Oh, okay. You create a little image of sunshine. 
of strawberry sunshine or like actual sun? Strawberry sunshine. Okay. Yeah, you make a little, little image of her and you know, like roll me like an arcane to see how good it is. Just, just go ahead and roll it. Just whatever. <laughs> okay, one second. Twenty-three. Hell yeah! It looks like a pretty much spot-on model of what you imagine. Uh, strawberry sunshine in your head translated into your magic, and strawberry sunshine is like, <gasps> "Wow, is that me? Oh my goodness!" Hell yeah! Oh, this is fantastic! Wow! And she's giggling and she's happy and she's uh sparkling some glitter about. And she's flicking her little tongue at it. And I still got a lot to learn, too. Granted, there's not much to learn now that it's all gone, but I can still learn stuff. Well, we've all got a lot to learn. This is a brave new world we're heading into. Um, (laughs) Uh, But, uh, sorry. Um, I think you're going to be a great mage one day, Foxfire. I'm sure of it. Yeah, maybe we'll find a place that has spellbooks. We can learn tons of shit. It'll be awesome. I bet Space Amazon does. Space Amazon? Space Gold? What? No, I mentioned it before. Space Amazon? Yes? What is this Space Amazon? Oh, it's this um large superstore where the last remnants of civilization has coalesced together and created a place where we can still trade goods to each other it's um it's quite the place you can find things from across the universe there but uh the ones who run it kind of run it in a weird way uh, i i don't know if i uh, like them that much we don't have to meet them do we no um well i think our next stop is space amazon we need to pick up on some plies um well, they're not bad people. No, 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 no. They are... Well, they're the kinds of people that you'd expect to be the ones who would survive in a apocalyptic scenario. Uh, I, I know this one. Uh, my, my... I think I heard it once that, that when, when we all die, the only people left would be cockroaches. Hmm. No. No, I don't think they're roaches. Um, oh! Oh no! It was goblins. No, 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 no. But um, I suppose you're not that too far off in the idea. Um, they're very like, gosh, how do I explain it? They're like a passive, aggressively peaceful kind of people, who just—they're intimidating. No, but... they're cowards. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to let that one loose. <laughs> so they're just. They don't say very kind words, but they don't start anything either. Um, more like when push comes to shove, they'd much rather crawl in a little hole and, well, protect themselves and not care about anything else. I just don't like them. So they're just very selfish. Gosh, yeah, they are so selfish. They... mm, they wear this mask of kindness, and they have this selfishness about them that they're just all, oh, our race is first. Um, uh, gosh, I just, they just really boil my little furry little bones. It's just, uh, 
I just, I, I can't stand them. Well, when we get there to pick stuff up, I suppose we don't have to make small talk with them. We just gather stuff and then leave. Oh, I don't know if you're not going to be able to do some small talk with them. They're very talkative and they'll talk your ear off about how their way of life is better. It's just, they just get on my nerves. I just can't, I just, I don't, I don't even talk about them anymore. And I guess there isn't any other store we can go to to pick up the stuff we need. We have to go to that Amazon place and interact with these people. Yeah, it's just the worst. But I mean, the selection there is incredible. They have a really good food court there. If you have the credits, you can get like just food from across the universe. It's incredible. I just, credits? What? Is that like gold? Oh, oh, gold. Oh. Well, credits are like little tiny batteries. And you fuel them up with electricity and then you. Water batteries! They hold electricity. They're like. What's little... electricity? Um, like lightning? Yes, like lightning. And they're like little pieces of metal that hold lightning. Like lightning in a bottle. But it's like the bottle is made of metal. Hmm. Interesting. So, what about gold? Would the, is can I use gold instead of these credit things? Gold is pretty precious, isn't it? No, yeah, gold is pretty precious. I'm sure you'd be able to trade that for some credits for sure. Gold is still used in um, high-grade capacitors and wiring because it doesn't corrode that badly. And ooh, and also solar sailors—they're very good for solar sailors. But I don't think anybody uses those anymore. It's all about the thrusters and the warp well, drives, and all this stuff is really over my head. Well, I don't understand a single word of that, but it sounds like I can trade it, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, uh, all this technology is all new to me, too. I'm from a world of magic, and they're telling me that we got calculators now, and, well, I guess oh, I'm what? just gonna have to adapt. Oh. Huh? Okay. I know. Everything's very confusing right now, and it's going to take a while for you to figure out what you want to do, and how you're going to live your life now, but I, uh, well, I'm here for you. I'm sure we will get used to it over time. I mean, you seem pretty used to it already, Yeah. so I guess that we can get used to it as well. <laughs> Thanks. I wasn't always this well put together from... Oh, this mess, but um, I believe in you too. <laughs> well, thanks for the advice. Is there anybody else that you want to chat around with, learn more about? Thinking emoji. I want to go to the shark. Oh boy. So you head out of the hydroponics room and you head to the living room area? Yes. Fish are friends, not food. Yeah. You walk right on up to the shark. They're sitting in the corner still and they're. Uh, arms crossed, legs folded, looking over to the window, looking out. Uh, Wolf Wolf approaches her and he asks, are you a fighter too? The shark turns her head slowly and glares at you and gives you the biggest grin you've ever seen during its rows and rows of teeth that are flashing white and she giggles <laughs> the p 
depends. He gets up, shoves the chair out of the way, and says, Are you a fighter too? Yeah, I am. I have fought most of my life within the arena, and then I went out to slay beasts. <laughs> Finally! Let's fight right here, right now! Hell yeah! And Ooh. from behind her back, she pulls out this massive boomerang-looking thing. It seems to be made out of some sort of uh, grayish metal, and along the sides are just serrated, and um, there's a chain coming off of it, and there's jewels inside that are sparkling with like a very sharp blue. She pulls the chain back, and it roars to life. She's just like, let's go! And she, um, Whoa, is this that thing cheating? I left my weapons in my room. Can I get the... Can I get a weapon? Yeah. Ah! Fine! Hell yeah. I just run back to my room, and I get my greatsword, my maul, and my hand axes. And I come back as fast as I can, and now I'm fucking ready. <laughs> uh, you notice that she's been pushing over some chairs and tables and clearing the way, and there's a crowd that has gathered. Uh, Rad and Jim are there, and so is Dognut. And Ferex is behind the kitchen counter, just continuing to deal with the food. Whoa! Alright, roll initiative. Fifteen. Alright, you're going first. Whoa! Let's see... Mm, what shall I use? I'm going with my greatsword. And that is a 17. Ooh, 17. Nice. You dash on in and you throw the sword at her. Not like... You swing the sword at her and she takes it in the shoulder and she doesn't even flinch. Ooh. Like, uh, roll me that damage. Damage. And plus three slashing. That is eight damage. Nice. Yeah, you see it get into her clothes pretty well, and she continues to grinch like, You've got a good arm. Now see mine! And she takes the giant chainsaw boomerang and slams it down on you. And Ooh. it uh, hits your armor, and there's sparks flying off. You don't take any damage, but you can feel the heat coming off of that thing. It, there is some friction, like, heating up your armor, and there's there's sparks flying everywhere. Oof. Alright, uh, I'm going in with my sword again. That is a 20. Not a natural 20, dude. Alright, cool. Only that damage. At this 13 damage. Wow. Yeah, you come down and hit her on the face, uh, with her, like, her big nose come, and, um, you slash, like, right down in front of her, and kind of catch her lip as well, and she's like, ah, fuck, oh, you got me good, fuck you, ah, <gasps> she throws her chainsaw boomerang and hits you square in the chest, oof. Roblox death noise. Oh man, and she hits you so good. Oh god. Rest in peace, Luthmus. 
F. F. Yeah. Uh. How much damage? Hold on. Oh Jesus. Okay. F. I rolled a nat twenty. Okay. F. F. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm just gonna say you're at zero. You've been immediately knocked out, and you're in the hospital bay. That's it. That's it. All right. I'm not even gonna say how much damage that was. I'm gonna say it was just perfectly. Uh, you're just perfectly knocked out. <laughs> oh God. Knocked the arrow right out of me lungs. Yep. I totally just didn't roll like twenty damage all at once. Foxhart would be at negative thirteen. Yeah. Oh, what's that noise? Yeah. She has a chainsaw boomerang, and you said, "Oh, hold on, let me go grab my shit." Yes. This is like the equivalent of like being a newbie in an MMORPG. And you wander into the high level area. Hey, come to Wildy with me. <laughs> yeah, you wake up in the med bay, and Jim is standing over you, and he's got like magic hands, and he's just like holding your wound closed. And he's like, What were you thinking? He wasn't. It was a great fight. I have no regrets. And, uh, the shark is standing over you. And she smiles like, I like you, kid. You may have died for one blow, but you had the guts to finally do something that nobody else has done this ship and finally given me some entertainment here. My name is Squall. My name is Lufus. It was nice to meet you. And she shakes her hand vigorously, and you can still see that her hands are just these spindly black Sticks, basically. What? Yeah. Like what? Sticks? Yeah. Ah oh, shit. If Luke was such a dick, he is gay. <laughs> if you touch a stick, you're gay now. I thought you oh, we said... heard dick. We heard no! dicks. We heard dicks both times. No, they yeah. are not dicks. Why would she have dick hands? I don't know. That's why we were asking. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> S-T-I-C-K-S! <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that makes a whole lot more sense. She is not Edward's penis hands. I'm gonna fucking die. I'm the one that's gonna die. You guys are gonna kill me. Oh my god. I mean, that's her job as players. To kill the DM. Uh, yeah. No, she ain't got no dildo fingers. She got stick hands. Stick. Okay. Stick <laughs> hands. Lufos. Stick arms. Lufos shakes her hand. Wait, does this mean that, that Squall is one of your little shark gifts? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay, so I shake her hand. Yeah. You shake her hand real good, like. And then I just go back to dying on the hospital bed. <laughs> you notice that uh, Squall's face, where you slashed her, is now a um, uh, shallow scar. Cool. So you got some stories behind these scars. I know that this one was 
Well, me. What about the other ones? I've done a lot of fighting. Uh, I can't remember them all. But uh, this one's from an octopus. You killed that one. That was a that was a tough fight. Uh, uh, this one is from a whale. It got me real good and almost cut my gills open, bastard. Cool. So it's like you have fought some interesting creatures, mostly from the ocean, at least. Those creatures are always in the ocean on my planet. I mostly fought creatures that were on the land. I never got to fight anything on the land. Well, I don't think we even had any land. So you're from a planet that was mostly water. Yeah. Well, I'd... Hmm. Our planet had a lot of water, too. We also had land. Yeah, that's the thing. I never learned if there was land on my planet, and I didn't really care to learn. I just knew that there was a lot of ocean, and that was my home. I'm sure it was a very cool planet. I would have loved to, like, fight an ocean creature on my planet one day, but it never happened. I was dreaming of fighting a sea monster, like, like one of those monsters out of the books. Mmm, a sea monster. I never got to fight a sea monster. Well, no, I did. Uh, and she kind of actually, her face kind of droops a little bit and she looks down and shakes her head and she's like, well, um, I, I, I'm gonna go back. I, I think they're getting ready for dinner. Uh, hope to see you there. Hopefully, yeah, uh, Hopefully Jim patches you up and you can eat some meat with me. Yeah, me too. I'll see you there. <laughs> she waves and she leaves and Jim is still holding on to your um, stomach area and he's just like, I think, I think you got like massive bruising on your stomach and I'm just, I'm trying my best to fix you up. Just, uh, uh. Don't, don't do something stupid like that again. Uh, no guarantees a, for that one. There's not a lot of life left on in the universe. We gotta preserve what little we have, okay? I will try. Nothing wrong with, like, a friendly fight. Am I right? <laughs> Maybe use sparring equipment, like, um, foam swords next time. Uh, please don't try to put yourself in any unnecessary danger. I'm sure the captain would agree with me on this one. Yeah, no worries. And soon enough, you're patched up. Uh, I'll say you're at half health now. Whoa! Yeah! I have- my max health is 13. How do I have that? You're at 8. Okay. And you hear the intercom kind of ring, and uh, you hear a voice say, Everyone meet in the living room for dinner. Everyone meet in the living room for dinner. Where was this voice coming from? From the speakers on top of the ceiling. Wow, technology! So they're, they're like things you can use to communicate with others, just like with the magic crystal balls back on my planet. Yeah. Cool. I obey the disembodied voice. And you all head to dinner. And in dinner you see I drew and the other uh the other crew members and Jim is kinda walking behind you. 
and I just like, hey, hey, uh, you three, come on out, come on, come on over. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, I know I had I had introduced these three to you guys before, but I want to have a formal introduction of our new three crew members. Uh, we've got Abby and Foxfire and Luthmos. Uh, everyone give them a warm welcome! And there's a, like, a half-enthusiastic applause kind of in the crowd. They're like, yeah. Um, so, I don't know how much uh, you guys were able to tell everybody about yourselves, but, um, use this chance to talk about yourself, your interests, I don't know. Just, uh, say hi, you know? You got like your name, where you're from, favorite thing to do, favorite food, favorite music. Hi, uh, well, I'm Lufos, and uh, I uh, I mostly fall for most of my youth in an arena. And when I decided I wanted to do something else, I went out and became a slayer of beasts. And uh, so I guess you can say fighting is, it's kind of my hobby, but it's also something I grew up with. It's something that, that I've known for all my life. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really do anything else. And Squall gives a hearty applause and says, yeah! Blue Flows does finger guns to Squall. Um, guess I'll go next. My name's uh, Abby Bloodstone, and um, there's not a whole lot of special information about me. I was born to a tiefling father and a human mother, and they hated each other, and I wanted no part in that, so I ran away and joined a monk order, and I'm all about just living, being yourself, and being self-sufficient. Hi, uh, my name's Foxfire, and I just did a lot of studying for a lot of my life, and then I decided, fuck that shit, I'm gonna go somewhere. And here we are. I also like to light shit on fire. Oh yeah, I also like to make potions, and uh, sometimes I like to whittle. Hey. Abby does have a, a wood carving tool set, if I recall, or at least Ooh. she can carve things out of wood. Cool. Yeah, you hear some spattered applause, and I just like, all right, cool, our three new crew members. Um, so we got a couple of cool things from the planet. Uh, we got a nice stockhold of meat, but um, please be reasonable and don't engorge yourselves. Uh, we do need to make it last. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and eat. And you see them all lining up uh, to the little counter that Ferrix is working at. And she hands out um, bowls of soup and some very weirdly colored bread. What color is it? It's like red and yellow. Uh, well, can't look a gift horse in the mouth. And green. Hope that's not mold. It's not. So, who are you sitting with? I sit in the corner by myself. No, I'm just kidding. 
I'm going to sit with Shark, my new best friend. I'll sit with Dog Nut. I sit next to Abby. Okay. Uh, Squall. Also, can I wait? Wait, wait. Yeah. Can I put on the I am some of sustenance? Or yeah. It automatic. It's gotta be attuned to you first. How, how you do that again? You just keep it on you for a while. Okay, cool. That's what I'm doing. Cool. Um, Squall brings you in close, loose most, and like grabs your shoulder, and she's like, "All right, so." You gotta tell me more about these beasts that you fought. You've got uh, some crazy battles to tell me about. Oh yes, of course. Let me let me try to think of the the most memorable ones. I'm just going to look up some monsters that I think Luke must could have slayed because I just forgot every reasonable monster that can be defeated by a reasonable fighter. Pit fiend, dragon, ogre mage. Uh, yes, I have slayed many ghouls before, and I have slayed zombies and, like, uh, werewolves, and... I'm gonna pause real fast. Hold on. Okay, go. Okay, so Lufmos is telling about monsters he slayed and monsters he wish he could slay. Okay. He is talking about, like, ghouls... Goblins, werewolves, uh, animated statues and armor, and uh, a lurker in the earth, like like this anti thing, and basilisk, and manticore. And Squall's like, listen to all this, and she's just, whoa. You know, I never imagined there'd be monsters like that. All these other guys, they come from some weak-ass planets. They just... They, they, none of them have big, scary things that could, like, rip off your head in one go. Ah, I want to fight some of these things, too. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a lot of cool creatures that I wish I could have fought on back on my planet. Like, there was this manual with that had, like, all these creatures listed. I really wish I got a copy of that. Hey, uh, whatever you're feeling better, I can be your sparring buddy. I. That sounds very good. Yeah. I really like a good spar every now and then. Me too. And then let's go over to Abby Dognut and Foxfire. So, I didn't talk very much. What kind of planet are you from? Oh, um, I'm just from a planet with a. Um, it's got a lot of mountains. A lot of islands. Um, we mostly got around through airships and um, uh, well, I, I mean, I, 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 um, I didn't really see the whole world for all that much. I, uh, uh, um, fr- from what I learned, uh, it was um, pretty pretty big, I guess. Uh, hmm, that's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. I guess it was pretty neat. Um, I want to hear more about your world. I mean, there's so much to talk about. It's interesting. The seems like a lot of the other planets seem kind of like very similar land all throughout the planet. But for us, like, we 
you could go anywhere and you don't know what you're going to expect. You could get mountains, you could get islands, you could get plains, you could get hills, you could get forests. There's just no end to how diverse, I guess, is the best word for it, our planet was. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and there are good parts of it, there are bad parts of it, but it was ours. Yeah, I, I hear that. You see that he's like, uh, he's avoiding the soup. I'm strong, don't like soup? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a bread guy. Well, um, uh, I, I wasn't too keen on that bread, to be honest. The bread in our world is colored nothing like that, so I think it's putting me off a little bit. I don't want to, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth, but I'll dude, trade we can you. trade. I'll trade you. Cool. And he takes your loaf of bread and starts nibbling away at it. Oh, one of my favorite things on our planet was all the different plants they had. Tall trees, shrub, shrubs, flowers, it's just, there's no end to the diversity. It's kind of wonderful. I'm gonna miss it a lot. Yeah. And I'm sad that, I mean, if I knew, maybe I would have tried to save some stuff, but we were only able to really save one. Save one what? One kind of plant. <laughs> Did, oh? Did you gonna keep it a secret? What's going uh, on? It was um a plant that we call marijuana. A what? A marijuana. It's a it's a pipe weed. <laughs> he's just looking at you. He's cocking his head to the side and to the other side again, trying to see if he heard you right. Um, yes, what's wrong? That was Korean. Is is it tasty? You don't normally eat it. You burn it, and then you inhale the smoke. Yeah. And when you inhale it, you it's supposed to be a it's supposed to make you feel calm. Well, for some most people it makes you feel calm. Donna kinda leans back and looks you up and down and just goes So the only plant that you saved on your planet was a drug? Yeah. Yes. Well, I do have some Plants that have been mashed up, but I will not be able to regrow them. I was trying to make a healing potion when we were uh when we left, but can't exactly reverse that. Dogna shakes his head and looks. Uh, 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 well, uh, anything from back home, I'd suggest you not use it. But uh, but what do I know? I'm gonna try to grow more of it. Yeah, we may as well preserve as much as we can from our planet as possible. Uh, Ardu kind of walks over to your tables and goes like, Hey, um, so, uh, I kind of want you guys to see this. Yeah? And, yeah, um, we're heading out to Space Amazon, and we're gonna get there really fast and stuff, but I wanna, I wanna show you, I wanna show you this. I wanna, just come with me, come on, come on. And she... Brings you to the command deck bridge area, whatever I'm gonna call it. And she uh, pushes some buttons and comes to a big, huge orb thingy that's like... It's where you would think the the big wheel on the ship would be. That's where it is. It's like in the middle of the bridge on a 
platform is this orb on this pillar. She comes up to it and she presses it down. It's like, all right, brace yourself, but don't actually brace yourself on anything. There's no, there's no change in acceleration for this. And you see before you a big poof of pink smoke starts swirling in front of the ship. And it swirls faster and faster until it uh, opens up like a vortex of pink and purple and yellows and oranges and reds. And it's got like this cloudiness to it. And the ship just seamlessly floats on through. And you feel no difference in anything. And suddenly, like, the clouds part away. And you pierce through this sea of clouds. And before you is this beautiful watercolor sky of various shades of pink and yellow. And below you is this massive sea of clouds. Airy and very light. They're all uh, glowing a faint pink to them. And she turns around and says, Welcome to the Plain of Pink. 